Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Today is Monday, April 12th. It is NHL trade deadline day. And general manager Don Sweeney has given us a lot to talk about here this morning, pulling off a couple of deals already, including one with the Buffalo Sabres that will see Taylor Hall become a member of the Boston Bruins. We'll get into all that here in a moment. But first, let me remind you, the podcast is available wherever you get podcasts. So please do hit that subscribe button. You will never miss an episode. Each new one will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated, especially if you're an Apple user. Uh, You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LOBostonBruins and on Instagram at LockedOnBruins. And you can find me on both platforms at Ian C. McLaren. Let's get right into it, shall we? Following Boston's 8-1 loss to the Washington Capitals on Sunday, We'll touch on that in a few minutes. Uh, It was announced that the Bruins had acquired Mike Riley from the Ottawa Senators. Mike Riley is a 27-year-old defenseman. Uh, He was sent to the Bruins for a third-round pick in the 2022 NHL entry draft. 19 assists in 40 games this season with Ottawa. He's a positive possession player. uh, Very good 5-on-5 transition Uh, So that was a great move, especially after the Bruins had played against the Capitals, basically fielding an AHL-level defense. At that point, I went to bed, woke up around 12.30, picked up my phone, saw some notifications, and looked back and saw that Darren Drager had reported that Curtis Lazar seemed to be on his way to Boston and that it was part of a bigger deal that was formally announced here on Monday morning. Bruins general manager Don Sweeney announcing the team has acquired forwards Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Anders Bjork and a 2021 second round pick. Unbelievable that um, Sweeney was able to pick up Hall for uh, less than a first round pick and only giving up Anders Bjork and not a player like Jake DeBrusque. Hall, 29 years old, drafted first overall back in 2010. Of course, we all remember the Taylor versus Tyler debate. The Edmonton Oilers selected Hall first overall, meaning the Bruins selected Tyler Sagan second overall. Uh, He has appeared in 664 career NHL games with the Oilers, Devils, Coyotes, and Sabres with 220 goals. 362 assists for 582 career points. Back in 2018, he went on a 26 point streak, 26 game point streak rather, and finished as the Devils' top scorer with a career high 93 points, 39 goals, 54 assists, leading the team to their first Stanley Cup playoff appearance since 2012 when they went to the final. It was also the first time he ever played in the playoffs. 
Uh, he led the team in the playoffs with six points, eliminated in the first round by the Tampa Bay Lightning in five games. Uh, he was nominated for the Ted Lindsay Award and the Hart Memorial Trophy and won the latter, becoming the first player in Devils history to be named league regular season MVP. Yes, he doesn't have very much playoff experience, but he does have uh, some pretty good international experience, big games. He's won a world championship twice with Team Canada, uh, finished second at the World Juniors. And while his numbers this season aren't very impressive, two goals, 17 assists for 19 points in 37 games after signing that one year $8 million contract with the Buffalo Sabres, keep in mind a couple of things. His shooting percentage currently sits at 2.3%. His career average is 10. So the Bruins are, of course, banking on some regression to the mean there, as well they should. And also... His possession numbers are pretty strong as well. 52.5, Corsi at even strength. And, you know, to pull that off as a member of the Buffalo Sabres, sure, he's probably getting a lot of ozone starts, but uh, still, that's uh, pretty impressive with the lowly Buffalo Sabres. So Don Sweeney clearly banking on the fact that Taylor Hall has uh, one, two, three, four more gears to hit here this season. And as an added bonus, they also add Curtis Lazar. He's 26 years old. He was a 17th overall pick at the 2013 NHL Draft by the Ottawa Senators. He's appeared in 317 career NHL games, totaling 25 goals and 45 assists. He did have a pretty dynamic uh, junior career. During his final year of WHL play with the Edmonton Oil Kings, he recorded 41 goals, 35 assists for 76 points in 58 games. So Curtis Lazar, he does have the ability to put the puck in the net. He's a very capable, um, yeah, depth forward who should bring some energy to the Boston Bruins in the bottom part of the lineup. He also won a World Junior for Canada back in 2015 with five goals, four assists for nine points in seven games during that tournament. And he was very impressive in there. He was also a Memorial Cup winner with the Edmonton Oil Kings back in 2014. Now going the other way is Anders Bjork. Bjork had been scratched over the last five games after some pretty strong play for the Bruins, leading many to question whether he was being held out for quote-unquote asset management. Turns out that was the case. Two goals, three assists in 30 games this season with the Bruins. Uh, he was drafted 146th overall in 2014 and had recorded 16 goals, 23 assists for 39 career points in 138 NHL games. He had been playing pretty well lately, uh, especially on the penalty kill, uh, but I had been saying all along, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, that it really seemed like Bjork was going to go the way of uh, Ryan Donato and Danton Heinen before him, included in deals prior to the deadline in an attempt to improve the team for a playoff run. And that's exactly what has happened here, uh, as well as the second round pick. Now, keep in mind, with the Hall trade, he is an unrestricted free agent at season's end, but since he is a Bruin, the team will have exclusive negotiating rights prior to the signing period, meaning 
They give Hall a bit of a tryout here to see if he's a fit for both sides. And they can engage in contract extension talks during that time as well and kind of get a feel for whether or not it's a fit long term for both sides. So that's an added bonus here to this situation. We'll get more into what this trade means here in a moment. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. And it comes in 18 amazing flavors. You can get nut or non-nut varieties, as well as gluten-free, which is important to me as someone who has celiac. They are all covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, but they're also great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great if you're on the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. You will not regret it. Locked On Today is an exciting new podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. Brings you all the latest news from around the world of sports with the help of Locked On's local experts. Sign up on whatever app you use and subscribe today to never miss another episode of Locked On Today. Now these moves by Don Sweeney come on the heels of two losses over the weekend. One to the Philadelphia Flyers that was fairly close and another to the uh, Washington Capitals that was a blowout. Eight to one the Bruins lost in this one. It should be noted the Bruins were playing without Uh, Four of their top six defensemen, as well as their top two goaltenders. Charlie McAvoy remains out. He's hopeful to play sometime this week. Brandon Carlo remains week to week. Matt Grizzlick was injured during the game against Philadelphia. I believe he's considered day to day. Kevin Miller sat out as he rested his surgically repaired knee. He's not going to play back to backs over the remainder of the season. And then, of course, Tukarask. Uh, still out with a back injury and Yaroslav Halak on the COVID-19 list. The Bruins were also playing uh, or finishing off a stretch of five games in seven days. So I would not read too much into what happened this weekend at all. And head coach Bruce Cassidy admitted as much as well in his post-game availability saying, I don't think these games are helpful to anybody to be honest with you. Unless your team was arrogant and winning all the time and needed to be taken down a notch. The Bruins are obviously a team trying to play through a stretch here of A, a lot of hockey, and B, some new people in the lineup, young goaltenders, uh, replacement level defensemen. The last thing they need is eight goals to be hung on them. It's not their fault. It's just the circumstances. He said at the end of the day, it's not going to help us a lot. Our start was going to be very important. They had a tough beginning to the game. Things just snowballed, and there's no point dwelling on it. He said, we're not going to look back. Made me start singing uh, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. And, uh, yeah, there's really not much to take away from those games. The good news, Rask is getting better. Uh, He was on the road with the team, was in practice, He's on his schedule to get better, which involves on-ice practice. And once you're in full practice and you have no setbacks, that's a good thing. So we'll see if he's ready for Tuesday. Obviously getting closer 
could be Tuesday, could be Thursday, could be Friday, could be Sunday, but hopefully sometime this week he's able to come back. McAvoy skated on Sunday, so that's a positive. Uh, he could be ready to go tomorrow night. Grizzlick is day-to-day. Carlo considered week-to-week. And hopefully these guys getting healthy, as well as the addition of Mike Riley, will really help the Bruins' blue line to find its way. Now, <laughs> it was kind of ironic that the Bruins were playing with so many replacement-level guys on a night that Zdeno Chara uh, returned to Boston once again. Uh, he was given a video tribute for the second time this season, this time because there were a couple thousand fans in the stands, including his own family, which was cool. Um, it was great for him to have that with the fans, Bergeron said. Uh, they played the video last time, but there's nobody in the building, so it doesn't have the same effect. He deserved to be celebrated with some people in the stands, done so much for the organization and the game of hockey, and he's still doing it. The fans had a great response, and Bergeron was happy for him. Coming up for the Bruins this week, we have uh, four games on tap, beginning Tuesday against Taylor Hall's old team in the Buffalo Sabres. In fact, the Bruins play them five times in April alone, including three straight games in Buffalo next week, but we'll touch on that later. Um, After that game against the Sabres on Tuesday, they play the Islanders back-to-back, at home, which will be some good tests for them. And then the Capitals again on Sunday in an afternoon game. The Bruins remain, uh, you know, in that fourth and final playoff spot in the East Division. The Flyers did the Bruins a solid on Sunday by losing to Taylor Hall's Buffalo Sabres. So the Bruins are four points up on both the Flyers and the Rangers with two games in hand on each. They're also Uh, Eight points back of the Penguins with uh, three games in hand on Pittsburgh. The Penguins making some moves as well prior to the deadline, picking up Jeff Carter from the uh, Los Angeles Kings, uh, which is an interesting deal for them. Ron Hextall, of course, reunited with uh, a guy that he was very familiar with in his days with the Flyers and the Kings. We'll touch on some more of these deals that have happened already, but uh, let's just look again at the Bruins' situation. Uh, According to Cap Friendly, the Bruins now have $29,000 in projected cap space. The Sabres retained 50% of Taylor Hall's contract, but adding Curtis Lazar as well as subtracting Anders Bjork, that leaves them with that amount of space. Now that, of course, could be increased after some players are reassigned to the taxi squad. There's some players on injured reserve, uh, that kind of thing. But it appears as though the Bruins are done with their trades unless Don Sweeney can get a little more creative. The Bruins and Sabres, like I mentioned, do play five times this month. Six more times this season overall. And Taylor Hall will have an opportunity to put up some big numbers against a team that he uh, is still being, uh, you know, paid half of his contract by, which is an interesting wrinkle here. Now, I think overall, the Bruins are much better uh, today than they were yesterday. Of course, like I said, there are a lot of players that need to come back and need to be Uh, rendered healthy in order for this team to really compete but David Krejci finally gets a 
legitimate top six winger to play with, and the Bruins should very much benefit from a player like Taylor Hall. I hope that they can perhaps swing an extension with him, that it's just not a short-term rental type deal. I'd really like him to stay a member of the Boston Bruins. I do think that he has an opportunity to prove that he is indeed the same player that he was back in 2018, that he's the guy that was selected number one overall back in 2010, and he'll have a real opportunity here on the Bruins' second line to establish himself as uh, you know, a winner in this league and as a force to be reckoned with with the Boston Bruins. Perhaps that's just black and gold lenses that I'm looking through, but I really do think that is a real possibility. Um, as far as what it means for the Bruins lineup, you have to think that either Jake DeBrusque or Nick Ritchie will be flipped over to the right side, seeing as they are so deep on uh, the left side at the moment with Marchand, Hall, DeBrusque, Richie, Frederick when he's healthy. He missed uh, Sunday's game again with a non-COVID-related illness. Um, so you'd have something like Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci, Smith, DeBrusque, Coyle, Richie, Frederick, Corrali, Wagner perhaps, um, and then Kuhlman, Sinitian battling for uh, some playing time. Curtis Lazar in there as well. Perhaps he could play uh, right wing on the third line. Maybe that's asking a bit too much. But the Bruins do have um, some questions now with regards to their lineup. And that, of course, is dependent on Don Sweeney doing anything before 3 p.m. this afternoon. As of right now, this is what uh, we have to work with. And I'm very excited to have Taylor Hall in the Bruins lineup. I know a lot of people think he's overrated or overhyped, but look at his uh, shooting percentage this year compared to his career shooting percentage. Look at what he did back in 2018 with the Devils. Uh, Consider the teams that he's played with since and think about the boost that he could get from joining uh, the likes of Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, Uh, David Krejci, and uh, I think it could very much be uh, a very good fit for both sides. That's just my opinion. I don't know if it will come to fruition, but I was big on the Taylor Hall signing trade in the offseason and didn't expect Don to pull the trigger on this one, but I'm very glad that he did, and all it cost us was a second-round pick and Anders Bjork, uh, who hadn't been playing much lately, and clearly isn't at the same level as Taylor Hall. So overall, a win, throwing in Lazar. You know, he could be an effective depth player as well. And he's under contract for next season at a very uh, manageable $800,000 cap hit. So a nice little piece of business to add him into the deal as well. Uh, Hasn't really hit his stride at the NHL level and been able to produce consistently, but still uh, could be a pretty nice little piece for the Bruins, uh, a sneaky, effective depth player. So if all Sweeney does is acquire Riley and Hall and Lazar, pretty good uh, piece of business so far, giving up a third in 2022, a second this year, and Anders Bjork. uh, Overall, pretty strong work for Don Sweeney here prior to the trade deadline. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They cover all major sports as well as TV shows and awards ceremonies. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Just head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get that free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Get the upper hand in your fantasy hockey league by tuning in to Locked On Fantasy Hockey with our expert Scott Cullen. He'll give you all the tips and insights to win your league. Follow Locked On Fantasy Hockey on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I mentioned there already have been a bunch of trades that have been made uh, on Sunday, including Nick Foligno traded to the Maple Leafs by the Columbus Blue Jackets in a three-team deal that saw the Maple Leafs give up a first-round pick in 2021. So, uh, you know, look at Taylor Hall, look at Nick Foligno, and Foligno cost the Leafs a first-round pick, whereas Hall only cost the Bruins a uh, second round pick and Anders Bjork, which is pretty nice. Jeff Carter traded the Penguins for a conditional third round pick in 2022, plus a fourth round pick in 2023. Uh, those were some uh, of the more notable deals that took place on Sunday. Uh, I guess the Islanders acquired defenseman Braden Coburn from the Ottawa Senators as they try to, uh, you know, bolster their blue line for the playoffs. David Riddich was traded from the Flames to the Maple Leafs um, as they look for depth in net. Those are some significant trades that already occurred around the league that could affect our Boston Bruins. Uh, very fluid situation, obviously, around the league as I record this. It's just after 9 a.m. on Monday morning, so just less than six hours left until the NHL's trade deadline. Um, and so by the time this goes up, there could be a bunch of other stuff that happens. But for the time being, it looks as though Don Sweeney uh, is done. But there could be some other moves if he decides to flip a Jake DeBrusque, perhaps. I don't know if that is on the radar, but there's certainly room now to do that, especially if they have eyes on re-signing uh, Taylor Hall this offseason. As it comes to the Bruins, again, Riley, Hall, Lazar. I should mention Lazar is listed as week-to-week -week with a lower body injury, so uh, he could be a solid fourth-line player upon his return. I don't know if that means a fourth-line player might be on the outs with the Bruins, although like a Corrali or a Wagner, uh, but he, uh, again, should bring some nice depth to the Bruins later on this season. The Bruins, probably not, you know, Stanley Cup favorites at this point, but they are improved over yesterday, and Sweeney was able to hold on to his first-round pick. Uh, they gave up a second, a third, and Anders Bjork, but still a nice little piece of business by Don Sweeney, giving them a chance to compete this season without mortgaging the future. It's still fair to criticize him for the roster he went into this season, and questions on defense, but um, he has managed to work some good stuff here prior to the trade deadline, and I really do believe uh, the decisions back in the offseason were 
um, caused by some words from above asking him to limit spending or some uncertainty in regards to the pandemic and the Jacobs family's company. Uh, but as it stands, when, if and when everyone is healthy, uh, the Bruins do have a pretty good roster heading into the playoffs. Could still use perhaps some um, depth on the blue line, but uh, we'll see if they take a chance and claim Victor Mete who was waived on Sunday by the Montreal Canadiens, although I don't think he'll make it that far. So yeah, that's it uh, for today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow to recap any further moves by Don Sweeney and to get the reaction from uh, everyone involved about these trades, but I wanted to get this up soon just to get those details out. Um, again, Taylor Hall, a very good play driving forward. His shooting percentage should and well, yeah, could and should regress to the mean, maybe not get up to the 10% of his career average, but he should get a lot more chances to score here as uh, a member of the Boston Bruins. And uh, I would suggest giving him the benefit of the doubt, rooting for this guy to succeed because it will only help our Boston Bruins here moving forward. So yeah, that's it, friends. Hope you have a great Monday. Let's all celebrate the acquisition of Taylor Hall, Curtis Lazar, Mike Riley. Of course, Taylor Hall will have to change his number as number four is spoken for here in Boston. Uh, but that's something we'll get uh, more of a sense of later this week as he steps onto the ice with the Bruins. So yeah, hope you uh, all have a great Monday. Happy trade deadline day. Enjoy it. Enjoy this trade. And uh, we will talk to you again tomorrow. Take care, friends.